Hello, hello, and welcome to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits to increase your financial freedom in life. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice to apply to your finances. The point of this podcast is to help you enhance your financial behaviors to keep you financially healthy and not end up broke, child. I'm the creator and host, Richie. Now, let's get into this conversation, darlings. So I want to take this time to let y'all know a little bit about me, your host. Who am I? And so my real name is Gina Richardson, but I go by Richie. And so I love this name, although it's a part of my real government name, but I just like the thought of feeling rich. You know, rich doesn't always have to be monetary. And so I love this name. And so it's something that I just decided This is what I'm going to go by. And I was also a personality on the radio. So back in the day, and I believe they still do this. You used to have a name while you were on the radio. Some people use their real names. When I was on the radio, I went by Essence. And so I just, I like the fact of having these these aliases. And so that's the reason why I go by Richie. So when y'all hear me say that, it's not just because I'm just creating this name. A, it's a part of my real legal name. And B, I love the feeling of feeling rich. So that's the reason why I go by that. And so another thing about me is I'm from Chicago originally. Now I say Chicago just because that's where my family's from. I lived right outside of Chicago in Harvey and in Markham. So both places, you know, both of those places have made me, have built me into the woman that I am today. And so coming from where I come from, I absolutely love my upbringings now. You know, as a kid, I didn't appreciate it as much as I do now just because I didn't understand the resilience that was being built inside of me. My go-getterness, all of the things that I do, like I got so much ambition. Y'all don't even know. My motivation, my inspiration, my ambition, everything is out of this world, okay? And I learned all of that from my upbringings. And so I was the only child. My mother and my father, they have both passed now. You'll hear me talk about them in episodes to come, but I was raised by my mom and being raised by my mom meant that I was in the households of my grandparents. My grandparents, they were still together. And so I lived with my grandparents a good majority of my life, me and my mom did. And so I was raised in an older household. And so that's where I feel like I got the... Like I have, it's it's funny because I have two sides of me. It's like I'm young and old at the same time. And so I know a lot of that oldness, the maturity in me came from my upbringings, being in a household with my mom, with my grandparents and with all of my older, you know, family members. And so that's a little bit about my upbringings, who I am. And so what led me to want to talk about money and financial topics? That's something that I'm asked all the time. And 
I'm just going to tell you like this. I didn't grow up with, not that we weren't, we weren't rich, of course, by any means. Okay. But although we weren't rich, my life felt rich. If that makes any sense. I had everything at that moment that I needed. I had a great life. I had lots of friends. I've always been the girl that was everybody's friend and everyone just, I mean, I just had a good time in my life. And I really didn't want for too much of anything. It wasn't until I was 12 years old that I went to go visit my cousins in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I attribute my, I got to go get more to me seeing the lifestyle that they lived. When I went to their house, y'all, oh my goodness. I went to their house when I was 12 years old and I took the Amtrak, which is a whole nother story. I'm going to talk about that on a whole different episode, but they was just going out to eat just because it was Wednesday. And that wasn't a life that I was used to because we used to eat soul food at the crib. We wasn't going out to eat just because it was a day of the week. Okay. And nothing was going on. And so that was one of the times where I got a chance to see, in my opinion, black excellence, because my cousin, Mike, he had a great job at IBM, I believe, and they had a beautiful house. They had two cars. They just, I mean, it was just like, whoa, y'all is doing something. That's how I felt as a 12-year-old. And I went to go visit them every Christmas break. And I believe I went on a summer break as well from the age of 12 to when I was 18. And so it was from there that I decided I got to start making me some money. I want to live like this. And so a part of my ambition grew just from me meeting my cousins. And so from that ambition, because I knew I didn't learn a lot about money in my childhood, I wanted to learn more about money. And so my journey into the financial industry started with me going to a credit union when I was in Panama City, Florida, right? Told y'all where I was from. I got married and moved. Look, lots of stuff, y'all, lots of stuff. But I was in Panama City, Florida, and I went to apply for a checking account. And so when you sit down with someone and you're opening up an account, you're basically kind of applying almost because they have to run all of your information to tell you if you're going to be able to open that account or not. And so when I tried to open that account, the girl didn't tell me why I couldn't open the account. She just said, you're not able to open this account. And I was just kind of like, I wonder why she didn't tell me. Now, of course, I could write everything off to racism now. Okay, I just could, right? Black girl went into the institution. It was a white girl that helped me. I could have wrote it off to that. I could also wrote it off to she didn't know any better. Whatever the case may be, I didn't like it. So what I decided to do was I'm going to get a job here. So I decided to apply to work there. And when I applied to work there, you know, of course, it was starting entry level as a teller. And they told me, we'll accept you. You'll be able to work here, but you have to pay off this charge off. And so I was like, what's a charge off? Because at that moment I didn't know. And a charge off, if you don't know what it is, I had opened an account when I was 17 and I had went into what's called insufficient funds, meaning I didn't have enough money in my checking account. It had went over and I didn't pay it. Okay. Cause I was 17 and nobody tell me I can go over in my account, but you have to pay it. Mm -mm. Nope, not back then. <laughs> 
So I didn't pay it. And so they told me in order for me to work at that institution, I would have to pay that charge off. So I got a chance to figure out why I wasn't able to open the account when I had sat down with the girl. So, you know, of course I'm like, I'm going to work here. I'm going to pay this off. So I paid it off. I became a teller at that institution for two months, I was a teller. I did so good that they put me on a desk and I, that's where I was doing loan applications, opening accounts, things of that sort. And that's, I started in this industry when I was 20, right? And so only two months I was a teller and then I moved to a desk and I moved to a desk at that same institution where the girl I sat with when I was trying to open an account didn't tell me the reason why I couldn't open an account. Look at God, right? <laughs> it go like that sometimes. So from that experience, that's when I started my journey in the financial industry. And I've learned so much. Like I just said, it's been 14 years I've been in this industry and it'll be 15 years coming up in November. And so because of all of the wisdom that I gained from all of the experience that I've had, I decided to start this podcast because I wanted to be a real voice for people. I am in this actual industry. I know right now, everybody in their mama seems like an expert, especially on credit. Oh my God, don't even get me started there. But everybody seems like an expert. But the one thing that I can say, I'm not saying don't listen to all of these other people, all I can speak for is myself. I know what I know and I've learned a lot about a lot. So I wanted to share that wisdom with y'all by creating Mindfully Rich Podcast. And so I truly feel like God has placed me on earth to be a voice. He has given me all of the wisdom in my career field, in my big girl job. I still work for a credit union. I'm still in the financial industry. So that's one reason why I tell people, that's why you should listen to me, just because I'm still in this industry and I have a, I have great connections with connecting people with the people they need to speak with to help them out in their financial life. And so that's one of the reasons why I think you should listen to me. But I also feel that God has just ordained my voice. He has given me the wisdom. He's given me the know-how of talking, of explaining, of storytelling, of giving people what they need so that they can digest finances. Because finances is not an easy thing for us to talk about, an easy thing for us to manage. And because I've learned what I've learned, I truly believe that I can be a guide. So that's the reason why I want y'all to listen to this podcast. And I'm also transparent. I feel like transparency is so important now. I mean, because we're all into these reality shows where we think it's quote unquote reality. Some of it is made up, but I believe in finances or managing your money, managing your financial life as a whole. We all need transparency. You need to know what have other people went through? What did you do? What's the how? You know, I see lots of financial experts or people who claim to be experts in the financial field where they're talking about, you need to do this, you need to do that. But how? How though? And lots of people don't give you the how. Here on Mindfully Rich Podcast, I like to use myself as an example. I tell y'all about my real life experiences, the things that I've been through. Like I said, I'm an older millennial. So I'm not too old and I'm not too young. I didn't been through a lot. And also paired with the knowledge that I've gained being in the financial industry, this helps me to educate 
And hopefully you're able to take away some of the things, some of the experiences that I went through so you don't have to go through the same thing. And also giving you that how, how you can apply whatever it is that we're talking about to your everyday life. So it's not going to be me sitting here telling you invest, 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 but I don't tell you how to do it. Okay. Or I tell you save money, but I don't tell you how to do it. Or I tell you improve your credit, but I don't give you the steps on how you do that. That's something that we don't do here. Okay. You going to get all of the transparency, leaving with lots of notes. If you decide to take some, because all you got to do is rewind, go back to whatever it is that was said that resonated with you so that you can apply whatever that advice is to your own life. So when can you listen to the podcast? Every Wednesday, I'll debut a new episode unless I happen to be on a break. But for the most part, new episodes will be on wherever you stream podcasts every Wednesday. And that's another thing. Make sure wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, there's so many different ways that you can stream podcasts now. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that way when the episodes hit, you'll get a notification. So all you got to do is press play. So make sure you are subscribing. And I want to let you know how y'all can support me. You're doing so much by just listening to the podcast, which I truly appreciate, but I want you to become a part of the Mindfully Rich tribe. That means I want you to be a supporter. I want you to participate. I want you to talk to me, DM me, let me know how's the podcast doing, what you want to hear about. That's how you become a part of the tribe. I don't want just followers. Anybody can just have followers, but I want people who are actually engaged in the podcast. So if that's something that you're looking to do, make sure you follow the podcast on social media. The preferred social media where I'm on all the time for the podcast is IG. I'm at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. You can DM me. You can send me posts. You can tag me in posts, whatever it is. If something resonates with you, how you can support me is by posting it, sharing it with other people. So that way they get a chance to experience the Mindfully Rich podcast as well. I'm trying to build this platform and I need y'all help. I cannot go at it alone. Okay. So please, if you like the podcast, make sure you follow it on IG and also so share, tell people about it. Make sure you subscribe. Okay. Got to make sure I say that subscribe and make sure that you share the podcast with your circle. You can always share the episodes from your streaming platform, or if you are posting about it, share that on your stories, all of the things. Okay. Well, I just wanted to make sure that I gave y'all an inside look as to what Mindfully Rich Podcast is, who I am, why you should listen, where you can listen, and how you can support me. I hope y'all continue to tune in. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.